0: Welcome, 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 everybody. Oh my God! Okay, here's the situation. Okay, I'm obviously not Pam, obviously. Pam, Pam is is uh, doesn't want to host Happy Hour anymore because she can't drink here anymore. Now, she can't she's not gonna tell you that that's not how she spins it. That's not how she spins it. But, That's really what's going on. But, well, that's okay. We're going to, we'll just, we'll just, we're just going to, you know, we're just going to go with whatever reason she gives us. That's how we'll roll with it. But here, but okay, here's the thing though. So I'm doing it temporarily because Pam totally forgot that I suck at hosting open mics. Okay. So I'm going to be doing this for until Pam realizes her mistake. And and takes the mic back from me. But until then, it's me. It's you and me. And uh, you know, there's a new sheriff in town. So I had I did I left the house this this, this evening with a sweater because I was so excited that I could actually leave the house with just a sweater. Was that so exciting? And then I got like out the door and I was like, I don't need a sweater. I can wear that new band that new band jacket that's made out of sweats because there's a new band, sheriff band st- in town, okay? Because it's like, a, this is still like military-esque, okay? I, I, I just, I, the thing is, okay, here's the thing. I guess I'm a little bit worried because Pam, like, I feel like Pam really likes you guys <laughs> and, and she wants you guys to, to like her back, but I don't give a fuck, okay? And I don't want you to give a fuck back okay all right all right all right so first runner up is okay uh also i believe in lowering expectations so i i've never seen that she looks tired as fuck, and i don't know if she can bring it but hey let's give her a big uh hand oh yeah yeah see i'll get it i'll get it i'll get it i'll get
1: it it. I don't know what
2: my... best intro ever <laughs> she just said for people listening all one of you um she just said I look tired as fuck because I walked in here and somebody's like oh you look like you're hungover but I'm not I'm just normal but not wearing makeup um so I am in a relationship for, oh, I'm Elizabeth, by the way, Elizabeth Mansfield, sorry, usually they say your name, so I didn't say it, I'm used used to people knowing who I am, I'm Elizabeth Mansfield, guys, I have a boyfriend, actually, sidebar, um, I called my 96-year-old grandma the other day, and actually yesterday, and I was at work in one of those soundproof phone booths, and the whole office heard me yelling at her, and I was basically like, happy birthday, grandma, I have a boyfriend, and that's all that came across, so now the whole office knows. Um, So yeah, I have a boyfriend, it's getting a little serious and it's making me kind of nervous. Um, Did you take a picture of me? (laughs) Okay, paparazzi. He's like, here's what a hungover girl looks like. No, it's making me nervous now that we're getting a little serious because I've never been someone, I I never really wanted to get married. Like I'm not like a commitment girl. Like I I rent or lease everything. I lease my car. I rent my apartment. I rent my fancy dresses from Rent the Runway. Do you guys know what this is? Do you guys know what Rent the Runway is? You don't know, okay, so rent the runway. It's kind of crazy. It's this service where you can rent dresses for like occasions like weddings or like a girl's trip to Vegas, which are the exact same occasions that people are most likely to pee their pants, barf on themselves, or wake up with McDonald's on their chest. So like, every time I run a dress from there, all I can think about is like, what happened in this dress? Like I rented a dress from there once and there was a condom stuck to the inside. But that was after I wore it, so I couldn't like, get my money back. <laughs> um, yeah, not in the commitment thing, hence the condom. Everybody make good choices. Um, so, but my boyfriend is a commitment guy. He was married before, he got divorced, and now he wants to do it again. Like, he wants to get married again, which blows my mind. Like, marriage is the only thing you can do. Fuck it up completely, it can be the worst experience of your life. And you're like, oh, I'll do that again. That's a good idea. It makes no sense to me. Um, but he, he really does want to get married. He looked at me the other day. He was, he's very sweet. We're having a very sweet moment. He looked at me in the eyes and he said, babe, I love you so much. And I just want you to know I'm only, I only want to get divorced once. <laughs> and I looked him at the in the eyes and I kissed him and I was like, me too. <laughs> so that's coming. He <laughs> said me no lawyer. I'm going to need a prenup. Um, uh, what else I have for you guys? I'm, uh, I'm not a very judgmental person. I like to be open-minded. I think we're all just kind of like doing the best we can unless you're behind the wheel of a car. And then I will judge you no matter if you, I don't care if your ethnicity, your race, your sex, any, I will judge the fuck out of you if you do something stupid, like a Porsche 911 swerving. And I like, here's the other thing. Sorry. New joke. The other thing is I won't be surprised. Wait, I had to figure out a word this. You guys maybe can help me. But like, OK, so here's the deal. Like, I will judge the fuck out of you and then I will look and I will see what kind of person you are. And no matter what that kind of person you are, I'm like, of course. So like a 911 Porsche, like swerving and I drive by and it's like a tech bro texting. I'm like, of course you're a millennial tech bro. Or like a Hyundai Excel going 10 miles an hour, I'll drive by I'm like, of course you're an old Chinese lady. It just makes sense, this guy's cracking up. Or like a Toyota Prius that's just being a Prius and I drive by and I'm like, of course you're exactly like me. Oh my God, we could be friends. <laughs> okay, I'll work on that one. Um, what else? Uh, my boyfriend has kids which is also kind of freaking me out. Um, I don't really know how to talk to kids. I don't know how to connect with them. I was visiting my friends, and they have a two-year-old. And when I got to their house, he was asleep. So we woke up in the morning. I was, like, suddenly there, and he was a little disturbed by it. And I tried to make him feel comfortable. And I was like, guess what, Calvin? I slept next to your room the whole time while you were asleep. I was right next to you the whole time. And he started bawling. I scared the crap out of that kid with me trying to connect. I can only imagine what's gonna happen if I'm ever a stepmom. Um, okay, that's all I have for you guys. Thank you, I'm Elizabeth.
3: All
4: right.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Uh, what was your name again? Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Okay. I'm sorry, her name is Jennifer, and they're both those like generic British chick names. Sorry. You know what I mean? So I got one <laughs> confused. Basic? No, basic British chick. <laughs> I told you I suck at this. Suck so bad. In fairness, she's kind of a bitch. Oh. I don't worry, I'm I, I'm not I'm not a bitch, I'm a cunt, so I can totally, totally bitch whisper her later. Jedi mind bitch. Okay, so but the the next comic so amazingly not pissed off at me oh my god jennifer come on up everybody give it a
5: good <laughs> oh,
0: thank you um
6: i'm just in from canada so i actually can't get pissed off uh, it's part of my visa i'm not allowed i'll get deported um i love america and i have to say that they they check yeah i had my first taco bell That was, so you guys are still alive, huh? You're just going to live through that? It's a nacho sandwich. Uh, And then I took a nine-hour drive from Portland to Sacramento. I don't think I'm going to (laughs) live. Part of me doesn't want to, you know what I mean? Let's ride this Baja Blast. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Taco Bell was incredible. I was like, well, you know, it's good portions for a good price. (laughs) I don't know. I'd never been to (laughs) Taco Bell. Um, uh, Next I'll try heroin, JK, JK, JK. That's not in my visa. Um, It's funny that you bring up my name, Jennifer, uh, and how it's like basic, because when my mom is like really happy with me, she calls me Dilly, which is short for Jillian, which is not what she named me. That's just another forgettable name. But when she's mad at me, she calls me, you little slush. Um, She's Irish and totally ruined dirty talk for me yeah yeah so uh guys uh i love being in america mostly because uh people don't notice how stressed out i am down here god you're under a lot of pressure everybody's real stressed out i'm i'm real stressed out my dentist told me i had to get rid of my wisdom teeth but i'm so poor i think i can just grind them down yeah get rid of them the natural way uh so i i am uh i am uh single lady, oh I'm a single ladies. Cool, 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 <laughs> cool. I am single. Um, but uh I I like all kinds of guys, you know what I mean? I don't judge. I like tall guys, short guys, skinny guys, fat guys, rich guys, poor guys. They're always poor guys. You know what I mean? Comics? No? Nope. Okay. Uh yeah. I like all kinds of guys, but what I really like in a man is when he loses interest in me. <sighs> I like that. I like that. Mm. I feel like I could find ISIS if they took me on a date and didn't call me back. Mm, good jokes. These are good jokes in the daytime <laughs> in front of five people. <laughs> good jokes. <laughs> um, so this is all that opportunity you guys have been shilling up in Canada, huh? This is fun. Uh, I am grateful for this spot. It just comes off sarcastic because of my accent. Um, So I I do love it down here. I love it down here, but I grew up in Canada where things look a little different. You know, I went to a predominantly white school. I went to a school so white, our mascot was a guy in khakis barfing off the side of a boat. Go lawyers. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I am killing in the sound booth. But it's soundproof. You can't hear it. Um, Anywho, uh, so I do, uh, I like all kinds of guys, like I said. Um, And I still even, oh, I'm not proud of this. Oh, I find white guys attractive. Oh, they've done such terrible things. I know, but they're so happy. (laughs) You know, it's the lack of awareness. They're so cute. (laughs) The little flip flops and the cargo shorts killing in the sound booth. Okay, that's fine. That is fine. Guys, this is my first time to the west coast, never been back here before. Yeah, whoo! Normally I go to the southern United States. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was all the same thing. It's not. It's much better here. Um, yeah, I go to the southern United States because I didn't finish high school and they don't check nobody checks there they don't care so uh so the thing about the southern united states is they got cool people like us just hanging out at a pirate radio station and then and then they got the conservatives down there what are they conserving hatred oh my god you can't take it with you you got to spend it holy shit yeah uh the thing is, they're really into tax reform, those conservatives, right? And, and they just can't stand the tax increase of interracial dating. Ooh, they can't handle it. Yeah. I feel like the only people who are against interracial dating are the ones that aren't used to couples looking unrelated. Oh, yeah. These are some good jokes. Thank you very much. I'll see you. I'm in town all week.
5: All right. Give it up for uh, Jennifer,
4: right?
5: Oh, my God. I'm going to have to learn you guys' name.
0: Fuck. Fuck. Matthew. I will. I will. Okay. But the name. Okay. The, my favorite name. My favorite person right now is... George Davis on the soundboard, running our ones and twos. Give it up. He's uh he's gonna give you the horn at four, and you've got five. Um, and let's give it up for our next comic, Arjun. No. Yeah, that's right. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <sighs> I think, uh, well, I was going to. What's his last name? It's not important. No, I've I'm going to have to learn it at some point. You're gonna come back here. Energy. Ben- Energy. Awesome. Tell Pam, I tell, until Pam finds out what a mistake she made. That's what's happening.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, no, my name's... My name's... Yeah, my last... Then, yeah, yeah. You should learn... We should. You should also learn my last, last name because we've known each other for like two years. <laughs> That's also another good reason. I know your last name. It's Roderick, right? Hell yeah, see? Your last name is Quirk. I've never met you before. I don't know you too. and that guy... I don't know him either. And you're from not here, so... What's your last name? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? What is that? Is that Scottish? Irish. Oh. Okay. That was supposed to be funny, right? Do you remember when everyone was super racist against the Irish? You guys remember that? Not, like, in our lifetime. I mean, not like you guys remember 2006 where everyone was like, fuck the Irish. I'm talking about, like, you know, back in in the 1800s when they were first coming to America. Boy, I'm just saying, we got rid of that racism, and that was a mistake. Um, Should have kept it. Uh, I feel like that would make it easier, because at this point, basically, there would be, like, 12 people who you couldn't you couldn't be racist against, and then we would just be in a fucking battle royale. No fucking eth. There wouldn't be, like, coalitions, honestly. You know what I feel? You got Irish blood in you? Bet you do. Um. Uh. Uh. I'm very woke. If you guys were un- of unaware just because of the, the, the Irish hatred, but that's just my, that's my one blind spot. It's the Irish. Uh, No, it's not. I grew up, yeah, I was about to say, I grew up around the Irish. I actually did. There were, like, a lot of Irish people in Millbrae and South San Francisco. I don't know why. They all worked in construction. I, uh... They were all contractors. Uh, I don't don't trust Eastern medicine at all, because if it actually worked, white people would have stolen it and called it Western medicine. Uh, Um... Here's here okay. Here was normally my most controversial joke, but I just I started off with racial hatred, so this is actually seemingly better. Um, uh, Donald uh, the election, Donald Trump. People were like, oh, the Democrats need to start paying more attention to poor white people, but poor white people need to start making better music. (laughs) Um, Okay, poor black people make amazing music. Okay? So I will funnel as much government money into those communities as I feel they need, which is all of it. Okay? But poor white people, sure, yeah, I know what you're saying. Arjun, there's not like a blacks only on welfare. White people can also get welfare and also all government assistance programs are also open to them. So the notion that we're not helping poor white people is fucking dumb. But you know, know, that, that one line I started the joke off with is good. But then I needed to clarify that Obviously, you can't not help poor white people and help other poor people, because that's not how the government runs. Um, I don't like men who complain about how hard it is to like f- get women, okay? Because like you know what restaurants do when they're not getting enough customers? Is they start making better food, <laughs> okay? If you're a jack-in-the-box person, don't get mad that you're not getting French laundry customers, okay? And I get, I, I'm totally, I'm a Jack in the Box guy, I know. Cause girls only like me when they're drunk or alone and sad. Uh-huh. And if you feel sorry for me, have you ever been to Jack in the Box? At Friday, at around midnight, it's fucking lit. Uh-huh. I don't trust vegans who aren't annoying about it. Uh, Cause you know, vegans think is like, oh meat is murder. Uh, so if you're not an annoying vegan, that just means you're okay with me murdering someone. And, and you know, that's not good. Don't don't murder. That's that's uh, that's uh. I didn't expect gay people to. I started. I came out like a couple years ago. Uh, gone Grindr. I got on Grinder. I I didn't expect gay people to be so racist. And it's just the white ones. I think what happens is that uh uh the white gay dudes are like, well I'm one different thing, so that just means I can be awful. So, so don't. So if you're like... Do you think white midgets are super racist? <laughs> That'd be funny. Right? A little fucking tiny little like, oh, I'm white, so I'm the best. If you're like, you're a fucking... You're, you know? <laughs> you're a little person, which is super... How is little person more okay than midget? Midget sounds like its own thing. Little person sounds like you're insulting them. Okay. <laughs> um.
7: Just a rubber band on my wrist. No I ain't gotta prove I'm rich, I'm no
0: Right, Arjun. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That was so good. I love it. Um, yeah, one thing means they can be awful all the time. Dude, th- the w- chicks, that's my world. One 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 handicap, and they can be awful. This is this is my whole life, right? Oof so uh up next is uh an out-of-towner super funny welcome jake uh silverman thank
8: you thank you so much uh yeah i came in from portland did you see me there did you Yeah, which one? Which one was that at, Brody? at the Brody? Yeah. I was there one night. Good to see you again. <laughs> when did you come into town? You drove down? I could have drove with you. I just flew in today. hi? already bought the ticket. Impossible. God damn it. Are you doing any shows tonight? Amateur hour. Come on. You got to get booked. That's all right. Um, Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm from Portland. Uh, We're not all this douchey, Um, but maybe I don't know if we're not actually. (laughs) Um, I'm excited to be in San Francisco. I did the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival two years ago and boy have things changed. Um, There were more people last time, Uh, but it also was dark outside. So who knows? Um, I am not a religious person, um, but I do, I respect religious people because I feel like, um, if you're going to be that stupid, that's a brave thing to do. I think if you walk out in the world and with something so stupid in your mind, that's a really brave move on your part. Um, the one religion I respect the most is Islam. Uh, I respect Islam the most right now because they refuse to cash in on all that merchandise money. It was 1.7 billion Muslims. They would all buy at least one Muhammad t-shirt. That's a $3 trillion industry right there. They're not doing it, okay? Muhammad keychains, Muhammad beer koozies. So much money. Jesus Christ, on the other hand, has eight theme parks. He's literally a ride to these people. I've seen shot glasses that cost a quarter with Jesus' face on it. That means with profit, You're charging someone a quarter. Jewish people, my people. We have a little theme park as well. It's called the State of Israel. It's dope as fuck. Go there sometime. It's a hell of a ride. Uh, I went to Israel uh, like five years ago for the first time. And it didn't really move me in any religious way. But... uh, it was a very interesting place to visit. We were getting a tour, and we are overlooking the West Bank, and this guy had one of those uh, Britney Spears mics on. And he forgot that it was on, and we were looking over, and he was like, yeah, we really you know, we really try to get along with the Palestinians over there. And then under his breath with the mic still on, he goes, but we could wipe them all out right now. TMZ moment right there for that guy. You know, you got to turn that mic off. Um, I don't have a car. And, uh, I don't know if it's, I think in San Francisco, that's where Uber is from, right? Is that where this is, Uber is from? No, you don't know. Yes, that's true. What do you know, Trina? Come on. You don't know last names. You don't know Uber. Come on. Get your shit together. What the fuck? You're a host. You're hip. You're cool. Look at that jacket. Look at that fucking jacket. That says Uber. Okay? That, That jacket says Uber. But... People get mad at and people get mad at me because I guess Uber is the bad one. Uber and out of Uber and Lyft, it's the bad one. I guess they treat their employees poorly. But the people who always get mad at me have cars, and they never give me rides. <laughs> so many times I'm waiting at a bus and I see an empty car, and I'm just like, we could end Uber if you just pick up every fucking guy at the bus stop. Just end it right now. Volunteer your time because I need to go places and it's fucking raining outside. What else? What else is going on? I am excited to be in San Francisco. I went to the Hardly Strictly Music Festival today. Wild times. You don't like it? Yeah. Is that, ans- is that your answer? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, It's cool. It's free, right? It's a good thing to do. Um, I enjoyed it. I like uh, dads and like funny hats. That's the kind of shit I go for, right? Old men who you're like, you wouldn't talk to on the street. And then they have fucking dino spikes on their head. That's cute, you know? That's nice. Yeah, I don't really like bluegrass either. It's not really my kind of music. It all sounds the same to me, but... If you ever really want to get, if you ever want to go somewhere even sadder than a comedy open mic, go to an acoustic bluegrass open mic because I have also performed comedy there and if you want to see a room full of dudes make people feel sad, add a back lick, a fucking steel guitar to all this shit we're saying and it is the most horribly depressing thing in the fucking world. It's just dude after dude talking about how women leave them. And they're not even trying to make it funny. They're just like, look, my heart, it's broken. And then they end the set. And then you go, all right, give it up for John. All right, all right. And then they have eight more of those dudes come up. Same fucking thing got a video. I'm glad this is being recorded. This needs to be recorded. Um, well, I thank you guys so much for, uh, the generous stage time. I appreciate it. And, uh, God bless. Good night. We'll see you later.
9: Woo.
0: Awesome. Jake. So funny. This, wow. Is this part where I keep up the energy? God damn. God damn, nobody told me I was supposed to keep up the energy, God damn. <sighs> okay, and I'm supposed to probably also know, wait, Caleb, right? Caleb, Caleb, Caleb what, how do you pronounce your, <laughs> or, Arch? Woohoo, okay. <laughs> no. dude, I know, dude, okay, my last job. look like a Kaleeb? No.
3: I also look like a
0: I could have gone with Lush, Arjun. Okay, could get way worse. I worked with a chick-, chick named Sarah Cook. It took me nine months to learn her name. Yeah, it's a thing. It's like almost like a Tourette's kind of thing. I'll explain it to you sometime. We, but you know, right now I'm bringing up I'm re- bringing up Lush over here. Woo! 19, Woo! Hit you, four,
7: six to you. Everybody Gina? T-
10: that's alright. Doesn't. Like there's like six people who you can call me whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter like this is not I'm a nobody. It's fine uh, Anyways, how are we doing? Are we good? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm doing a show at the end of the month um, opening up for a musical uh, Which is weird, um, but I'm I also was in that musical last year uh, I played a little small role. they cast me as a douchebag barista Yeah, uh, but that's not all. In a stunning display of acting range, they also cast me as a bartender. And the thing about that bartender was is he was a huge douchebag. And I was like, come on, come on bros. I know what I look like, I know what I sound like, I know what I act like, I get it, it's fine. Uh, But um, you guys like living in San Francisco? Who lives in San Francisco here? Anyone live in San Francisco? Matthew, you live in a van. Does it it mostly spend its time in San Francisco? Okay, great, great. (laughs) Oh, um, uh, sorry man. Everyone knows. Um, so <laughs> that's not the punchline anyways. Uh, this is a fact. Um, so yeah, I like living in San Francisco, um, but it's nice to get out. It is. It's nice to get out. I think San Francisco is great. There's some stuff that sucks about it, but I think uh, people care about a lot of things in San Francisco. People care about all the things. It gets a little tiring. Uh, and it's nice to get out. Um, I recently went to Miami, and that was great. It was a nice little vacation. And I remember the exact moment happened pretty early on that I knew I was on vacation. I went to a hotel. I was pretty tired, and I had a, a Red Bull with me, an empty Red Bull. <clears throat> and I was walking in there, and I asked the door guys, like, hey, uh, you got anywhere I can recycle this Red Bull can? And uh, Cause I had seen a, a trash can about 50 feet away and I was like, got yeah, anywhere I can recycle this? And he looked at me and then he looked at the trash can and he looked back to me and he's like, you can just just, uh, just recycle it over there in that trash can. And I was like, awesome. And I walked up to that and I've said this to San Francisco crowds and I've seen people get like kind of mad about it, but I walked up there and I was like, fuck yeah, vacation, you know? I'm fucking fucking up the game. Just throwing cans and, re- and trash cans, like it's no big deal. You know what I mean? That guy had no idea what was going on at all. It was so nice, his life is just so much, he's got bigger priorities to worry about you know, than that kind of shit. But that kind of shit in San Francisco, you do that in front of the wrong kind of woman, you look like a bad boy, you know what I mean? (laughs) You like walk up to a, like some girl sees you from afar, she's like, did that guy just put a banana peel in a recycling can? That guy's probably got a motorcycle, holy fuck. (laughs) What a badass, you know? But I did, I really appreciate it. I gave him a big hug. He didn't know what was going on. Tried to sell me Coke, whatever. Um, but I thought that was really cool because like, you know, they have real problems over there. And then uh, you come over here and my friend's roommate is a self-proclaimed, this is a real thing, he's a self-proclaimed uh, anarchist, nihilist, and vegan. And he can just go around to parties in San Francisco and say that to people. And people are fine with it. Nobody calls them out. They're like, that's just, that's a lot of ists, man. That's really cool. That's so many ists. I like that. When you go to other parts of the country and you say that kind of stuff, given if those people know what those words mean, they'll be like, "Mm, no, you're not. You cannot be all those things. You cannot care about nothing and be a vegan. It's like complaining about all the gentrification in San Francisco while waiting in line for an acai bowl. You just can't do it. It's not both of those things. Um, I had sex with my roommate recently. Anyone have sex with their roommate before? It didn't go as well as you think it would go. It didn't turn out well, okay? Um, Long story short, I now have a chain link lock on the inside of my bedroom door, that's true. That's true. And uh, I will say this, it did get me out of the house. It really did. If you feel like you're getting in a bit of a routine, you're hitting a rut, You know, you got to shake things up. You're going to work. You're just sucking the man's dick every day, going home, watching Netflix. You don't have the energy to do anything to make your life better. Fuck your roommate. You should fuck your roommate because you'll never want to be home again. You'll never want to be home again. (laughs) I lived my life for about six months in absolute terror of a 95-pound soul cycler. You learn a lot about the city. You learn, like, what are the cool parks you can nap in in the middle of the day? You know? What's going on? What are the free shows I can see? I don't care about these shows at all, but I'm not home. It's fantastic. What I'm saying is that when a a door closes, right, like a window opens, right? That's a positive outlook, right? And with the right system of ropes and pulleys, you can go in and out of that window undetected by your crazy fucking roommate. My name is Caleb Lash, everybody. You guys have a good one. I'm
0: so, I'm, oh God. I'm so sorry, Caleb. I'm so sorry. I am so, so, so bad. No, it's not good. It's all it's all bad, Matthew, right? Like you'd be screwed if you like if you did that. You couldn't get no. You're, you, you know, you couldn't. Okay. But, the, <laughs> hey, Arjun, how do you know? Like, if how do you know if you're not like two things and like that? Like, how do you know? Like, do you do, like, how do any of us really know? Well, two <laughs> do you, I don't understand the. the, the, the I know, I know. <laughs> well. Okay, in your set. In well, your set. I you
3: know you're not racist? <laughs> no. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I guess you just, like, when you see a black person, are you scared? If the answer is yes,
0: then you should work on that. No, 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 How do you know you're not, like, you don't, you're not two things and like that? Yeah. Well, things and... Well, I, how, do, how do you word yourself? I don't... Like, how do you know
3: you're not... What do you mean? Well, how did figure you word... Out, it? it out, figure it out right
0: now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because, because, okay, well... I'll get it. I'll get some good tags for you later with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're good. I mean, well, we will be good eventually. Maybe, <sighs> hopefully at some point you'll forgive me for hosting the open. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be so much fun because you know what? Who's coming up next? You know who's coming up next? No, Trent win who 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 rocked the house the last time he was up on this stage come on everybody give it up for Tran.
11: Funny. um so my name is Tran. uh second time I'm uh, doing it at uh the radio I love this place you know not a lot of people so you know I'm confident a little bit more uh but uh yeah like um so I'm I'm a i am i am have a lot of friends who are politically correct, you know, like people who doesn't like racism. And I'm particularly, you know, people call me uh, intensely offensive, right? Because um, when I actually pick two random people, like a, my sample size of two random people of one type, and they actually do the same thing, I assume that other people are doing the same thing. It's not like racist, right? You know, racist is like you know, like you basically took take two ISIS guys and call them like on Muslim ISIS. Me have to be two random people. So like, for example, I have like two Greek friends. Uh, they're from the same city and they're both horny. So I assume that all Greeks in that city are horny, right? So uh, I think that's a reasonable assumption. But things like this backfire on me a couple times. Uh, one of these times is basically when I have a Uh, my friend's birthday so you know like he bring in a lot of people and I came into the birthday and I always like want to create a share conversation with people right and so like when I talk about like um, a particular show that like when you have to sit on a truth detector and you have to they bring in your family member and they ask you question that you know when you actually answer that question you give money uh, and uh, like the question might be like, did you sleep with uh, like your neighbor when your husband is away and your wife is right, uh, your husband is right there, right? So you have to answer that question. And so things like that. So there's one particular time when I actually saw this. Uh, he was like six feet tall, white guy, that really good looking. So when I described this story to him, I was like, yeah, man, this guy looked like a fuck boy. He coming in and uh, like his girlfriend, his family is there, and they ask all of this question and then one of my friends who actually kind of fit this description which is a six foot tall good-looking white guy and he say how do you know what a fuck boy look like and you know like that moment i was like man like if a fuckboy, boy a guy that looks like a fuck boy asks you what a fuck boy look like i don't even know how to come back on that thing right <laughs> and so oh yeah i remember there's another time when um my fr- like i'm I'm vietnamese so you know my fr- my parents teach me that you know you don't leave food behind right when you eat right you know even like the last ride you have to like lick it you know so like you know we have this uh this lunch and they serve us some weird indian like mexican food that i cannot you know finish but then you know i trying to my friends like dude I man just leave this food if you cannot finish it, right? This is like a first world country, so people can leave food behind. Right? And I was like, no, man, like, you, know, you have to think about the kids in Africa. You know, like They don't have food and things like that. And somehow I turned into the only black person in the house. And I asked her, is that right? And she like, dude, I'm like Dominican Republic. And, <laughs> and I look at her, is that part of Africa? And she was like, "Fuck you, man <laughs> And you know like the problem with that is like you know it's not out it's not my fault, right you know like when you heard a lot of uh, like um um like Asian education right, so when we was kids, right my my we have like twenty hours of science and one hour is everything else right <laughs> and that's the thing is like I will give you an example of how my dad raped me uh I have to remember multiplication table, like two, two multiplied by two and shit like that. Like when I was five years old, right? And then when I was six years old, he bought this uh, alarm clock that, like, I don't know for some, like, reason, like, Asian country think of this alarm clock when it's actually when you, you have to put money in there. And when, like, the, the clock set, like, it start, like, ringing, it start, it give you, like, three minutes. And it starts writing your money. This is real, right? And the thing is, they actually tweak this device for Asian parents, so actually they can actually program a math question in it, and it gets increasingly harder when like over time, right? So I was like five, six years old, and I have like he bought this device, and basically he put my breakfast money in there, and I basically have to wake up every morning at this exact like time, and it starts trading my money. When like i I actually couldn't figure it out, and the program get increasingly harder, so I, I hate when people say that like, you know Asian come here to steal your job." No, it's not, because we actually fucking get tons of shit to get to this point, right? <laughs> All right so I think I um end a uh, story with uh, one of my uh um, like, things about Vietnamese people, right? So, Vietnamese people, like, to be as a happy Vietnamese man, you need to do four things in your life, uh, in a day. First thing is, eat, you sleep, you have sex, and then you take a shit. And for a lot of Vietnamese guys, you know, the third one, probably the hard one, right? Like, having sex, right? If you have a, But uh, for me, I have a problem with the fourth one, like, taking a shit. The problem with me is that I had to take a shit at home, not in public, right? And like, because I always imagine there's something happening in the restroom. And there's a reason behind it. Because whenever we, like in the past, I had to come to the airport to pick up my aunt from the US, come back to Vietnam. And my mom always turned on this fucking horror movie at 11 o'clock at night to keep me awake. And in all of this fucking horror movie there's always things that pop up while you're taking a shit. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, some some like Asian ghost coming out and grab your balls and then you're like <laughs> So, yeah, like, you know, like I have to go home to take a shit. <laughs> all right, that's all I have for today. <laughs>
0: Alright, Trent! Knocked it out of the park again. Oh, oh did you he was so good. At least three, four people peed their pants. Are you worried did you come just to see him? Oh he'll be he'll be back next week. He'll be back next week. Oh well. Well, okay, so uh, you have a... There's a real treat uh, uh, up next is uh, Matthew Quirk. Give it up.
12: So, hey, Trina, I know you're bad at names. Are you bad at counting, too? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. I'm fifth on the list. Five. <laughs> Count them. Five. Am I the fifth comic up here? No. So anyway, oh hey Marty. So uh uh so who here you guys know about uh hardly strictly uh decent civilized human behavior, the uh the party going on in the park this weekend. Yeah. That fucking shit show. Drunk ass fucking people. Anyway, I ain't going. Uh I'm also unimpressed with the uh blue a couple million dollars just now angels uh fucking up our friendly skies. Scaring the parrots, draining money that could be used elsewhere on planet Earth. You know, if you stay a little longer, Arjun, this will be the most Asian crowd I've ever had to deal with. <laughs> yeah, man. Except Chinese <laughs> Chinese, I don't know. I'm not buying Chinese. You seem a little more Southeastern Asian to me. Yeah. Alright. Uh what was I talking? Alright, speaking of blue pills, uh uh Hugh Hefner died. That rapist. Nobody? Come on, give it up for the guy who showed me my first bush. Come on, he made that shit cool. Uh, anyway, I took a Viagra before my set in his honor. But uh eyes up here, please. Eyes up here. So anyway. Uh yeah. Uh so Puerto Rico. America's bottom bitch. I know you thought it was Guam, but it's not. It's Puerto Rico. We need Guam for a military base. They're much more important than Puerto Rico. Anyway, uh according to the president, uh Puerto Rico's an island. You guys know that? It's an island. It's in water. It's in bigly water. Like we didn't know what an island meant. Man, is the president's fifth grade book report on Puerto Rico suck ass or what, man? It's fucking lame. Lame edge. Yeah, so, uh, so we're wasting all that money on the Blue Angels, which is kind of fucked up. I mean, uh, some people say we could use that money to fix, like, Flint, Michigan, and, like, Houston, Texas, and, like, Puerto Rico, but I think you guys are missing the big point. I mean, just making America feel great again, that's gonna trickle down to Flint, Michigan, and to Houston, and to Puerto Rico. And they'll feel better. It'll, it'll work out, you guys will see. Anyway, what honestly do you expect Trump to do for Flint, Michigan? I mean, a lot of blacks there, right? They didn't vote for Trump. keeping it real and I'm like what about Houston right there in Texas right but Houston is blue Texas is red (laughs) anyway he did do something for for Houston he offered uh, uh, a million dollars he's going to give to help fix Houston Um, yeah forget about how he never lives up to his promises let's just gloss over that it's a 15 billion dollar problem and you guys look good at math, but some of the rest of the audience might not be as good as you guys are. Yeah. It's not racist if it's a compliment, right? So anyway, it's a, it's a $15 billion problem that he's going to donate a million dollars to. So I want you guys to do the math with me. Okay, $15 billion Minus 1 million is still 15 billion dollar problem Okay All right All right, oh I wrote it on I can have a lot of notes in here that are unrelated to comedy you guys want to hear You guys want to hear some of the measurements for a wall. I had to build Then forget it uh, Oh Yeah, Trump's health care plan you guys are going to love this. I don't know if you heard it, but uh, his health care plan is uh, if your gun is jammed or needs cleaning, you can take it to any government building or hospital and get it fixed free of charge. <laughs> so there you go. There's your health care plan, kids. All right. Thank you, Mutiny.
0: Woo. Okay. Wow. Look at me. I'm getting the hang of this. Every time, every time I have to say something, huh, Matthew? Okay, that was good. That was, I was, yeah, that was good. You guys, Tran was still way better. Shh, don't tell him.
12: <laughs> Sad, don't
0: tell him. You're not
12: supposed to tell other comedians.
0: I'm, I'm not, I'm not supposed to play favorite. Shit, I Should not
12: damn it god damn it
0: holy cow yeah what okay the, is there's lists of stuff that I'm supposed to do and not do god damn it god damn it Marty you do you. well that's what I was trying to tell him I was trying to say I said I said I'm not Pam Pam likes you guys and wants you guys to like her back. I don't give a shit. That's not me. Marty. All right, well, Marty's sticking with it. He's a he's a funny guy. So I don't see. I hate it when people build me up, right? Like they're like punchline, blah blah blah, and then you bomb. Like I hate that. I I I totally believe a host should like lower the audience's expectations. What lower the right, Stefan? Exactly. So give it up for Stefan. <laughs> Bring. I
13: guess
1: yeah, hell yeah. Let's let's keep these expectations low. I want I, w- I want to try and have like if if I can conscript somebody to do this for me. I want to you know how they have loud dudes at uh, rap shows that get you you know worked up. The hype man. I want an anti hype man. All right, y'all. It's time to get low. Expectations low. Excitement low. Eyelids low. That's right. It's nap time, y'all. Uh, also, I want to just apprise the listening audience of of who we have in here right now. We have. Four white dudes in shorts. I'm including myself in that number. And uh, what? What? They're above the knee. How are they not shorts? White. No, I'm a coconut dude. Brown on the outside, white on the inside. Uh, And we have uh, two other white dudes, one in sweatpants. And one in uh, je- black jeans, and then four Asians in blue jeans uh, of indeterminate ethnicity, apparently. Uh, okay. All right. I I, I'm, I'm, I haven't done anything I wanted to do yet, and I don't usually comment on the sets of people before me. But Matthew, what do you think bottom bitch means? <laughs> bottom bitch? Yeah. That's a term a pick uses for his women.
12: Right.
1: Yeah. But the top bitch. No. No, no, no. The bottom bitch is the girl at the top it's it's reversed but but the bottom bitch is the best hoe okay all right i I don't i my pimping knowledge is limited so I will defer to your expertise i guess uh <laughs> Uh, I went to a music festival uh, last weekend. Jesus, I'm already. Oh no, no. But I was like, I'm already three minutes in, but I forgot how much of the intro I recorded. Uh, <laughs> I went to a music festival last weekend. I was out of town. Um, it was it was interesting because uh, I because of how uh, close in proximity I booked the Airbnb to the event. I was like half. Uh, I was like a half half an hour outside of town. So I took a lot of Ubers and. Uh, I got some really interesting drivers. Uh, you might not, you guys might not know this, but when you go to a place that isn't where you're from, people seem strange. Uh, there was a New Jersey transplant who was very clearly coked out of his mind the whole time, uh, telling me about his successful v- business ventures and saying that Trump was trying. Uh, my favorite uh, over the course of the weekend that I was there, though, was this dude... Uh, who picked me up? So I went to I was in a state where weed is legal, um, and I had just finished smoking the remainder of my legally purchased weed, uh, and I and I walk up and down a little bit, hoping I can you know get the smell off me. But I get and he's like ah little herbs in the morning, eh? And I'm like oh yeah, I'm sorry about that, and he's like yeah it's fine it's whatever. And so we start talking about my job. I deliver weed for a living. Uh, natural segue, uh, and <laughs> I don't I kind of lost the thread. At a certain point, he just he just starts getting real serious, real solemn. He's like you know, brother, the new world order is coming. The, uh, the constitution, the greatest document that's ever been written, it's going to get torn up and thrown out. They're going to legalize all forms of drugs and they're going to illegalize all forms of currency. And I just, I just hope you're ready for it, brother. And I took a beat after that. I had to just, that's the, the Cliff's notes. He was going on an unhinged rant for a solid five minutes. Unhinged is unfair. Uh, but, Finally, uh, I, after a healthy beat had passed, I said, you sound like you're a big fan of Alex Jones. To which he replied, who's that? Uh, and and I realized after I got out of his car, I wasn't concerned so much with... Uh, with, uh, you know, him possibly being an Alex Jones sympathizer, I was worried he was stealing Alex Jones' bits. You know, because parallel thinking happens, uh, you know, in real life, not just in comedy, guys. That's, that's what I learned during my trip. I was in Vegas. I didn't want to say it because it was Life is Beautiful and apparently the guy targeted that too. But didn't do it. He didn't do it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Uh, There is, I think, a lot of misplaced outrage in the world today. Uh, It's so easy to get up in arms uh, and it's easy for me to feel superior to people who are racist or sexist or homophobic or whatever. I live in the Bay Area and when I see someone spewing irrational bile, I just think, well, that's silly. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, But at this point in my life, I've I've come to accept that you can't expect logic from people, so that part of it I'm not concerned with. What does concern me is uh, seeing people staying mad over an extended period of time about something that doesn't affect them at all, and from where I stand, someone who wants to get up in arms about something will find a hill to die on, and if you're that dead set on going for a hike on Hate Mountain, why not make it fun, you know? Why not get mad about people who pick their nose and wipe it on chairs, people who can pull off the most gaudy fashion crimes known to Gucci, people who, that love terrible reality TV, you know? You're on the... Plan for a limited amount of time. Show your, Throw your shade in a, in a nice area. I'm Stefan Massey.
0: <laughs> oh, beautiful, Stefan. Beautiful. That's exactly what we needed because uh, Caleb over here, you missed it, but we're sad for Caleb because he was left with his roommate and now he can't. We can't go home. I got him.
14: <laughs> I can't.
0: Oh God, I can't even I <sighs> oh so thank you, thank you for spreading some beauty and joy stuff and after the tragic news we got from Caleb. Oh god. Okay, so next up, hopefully no tragedy in his set. Marty Marty, what's your last name? Marty, Connie. Give it up, everybody.
15: Everything I do is tragedy. Come on. All right, guys. Uh, we'll just kick this thing off with a bang. Uh, I'm trying to be more culturally uh, culturally accepting, but I got to say the Chinese are making it really hard. Uh stop making animals go extinct so you can get boners. Just because they have something on them that looks like a dick doesn't mean they're gonna make your dick harder. Okay. Stop it. Rhinos, elephants, the whole fucking bit. You go after narwhals if you had boats to get there. Junks don't take you to the Arctic Circle, guys. Um yeah, I don't get it. I mean, the Western medicine has already come up with a pill that will give you a boner so bit bad, it might not go away. You might need a doctor to get rid of it, okay? We've, Western medicine has taken care of this one. We appreciate everything that Eastern medicine has contributed to the world, but we've got this one handled. And what's the big deal? You can only have one kid anyways. What do you need such a big boner for? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Oh, I've really struck it, struck a chord with the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh shit oh is there asian people here oh no i didn't know (laughs) oh no um well as you guys could tell by the way i'm dressed i am unemployed um and you know what that means is that well, let me give you a little scientific knowledge first. It's 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 been found out uh, uh, through a lot of scientific survey that apparently uh, men who ejaculate once or twice a day uh, reduce their risk of prostate cancer by about thirty percent, right? And uh, as I am unemployed, I'd like to announce that I think I'm pretty close to coming with a cure, guys. I think I'm I think I'm almost there. I mean, it is just I'm putting a lot a lot a lot of research hours. Okay, I, it's a long day, guys. I. You don't realize it until you don't have anything to do for that eight to nine hours you were working before. But holy shit, like I don't know how to fill my time effectively. <laughs> um, <Pure cancer. laughs> um, so I'm as I also by the way I'm talking. You also tell that I'm, I'm single. I've been single for about nine months. My ex broke up with me, but don't worry about me, guys, because I am so women and pussy. Because uh, her new landlord won't let her take the cats. And so uh, I'm a proud, loud cat dad guys. loud and proud cat dad over here. That's right. I got two little fur balls shedding over everything I own, and I love it. and but it's weird though when you when you like proclaim your catness as a man, it's you get kind of a weird vibe from everyone. I don't know if that's just an American thing. I don't know if that's like same in, in all other countries, but or maybe it's just around here, but I think people would probably be less surprised if I told them I was gay like <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, good for you, man. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you're a cat dad. Really? Like, it's the same look. It's the same look. Like Girls get away with it. Like, oh, crazy cat lady. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you got cats. Like, it's the same. I feel like it's the same look that when you ask someone for a phone charger and uh, they hand you an iPhone charger and you're like, oh, no, no, I'm an Android. They're like, really? Like, <laughs> it's the same fucking Apple shit lord look you get when you tell people you're a cat dad. Yeah. Hey, have you guys heard about this white privilege? Have you guys heard about that white privilege that everyone's talking about? I've been told uh, I might have some of that white privilege because I look like someone uh, that's okay with using the term uh, those people. Um, I look like someone who locks his doors when he drives to the tender line. I look like someone who was glad the 49ers moved to Santa Clara so I didn't have to drive through a neighborhood filled with those people to get to the game anymore. Uh, but I, I think, I think, I think they're right. I think I am. Uh, I think I do benefit from white privilege quite a bit. I think one of the instances of that is that I'm on the uh, Trusted Travelers list. Are you guys familiar with that? The TSA Trusted Travelers list. That basically means that I don't have to go through TSA security. I go through like an abbreviated, old school version, where like. I don't have to take off my shoes. I just kind of like throw my bag through like the regular X-ray machine. It's like the old school days where like I could probably smuggle cocaine in my backpack through the through the through the airport. It's great, and I'll tell you guys, it's real easy to get it. All you got to do is you go in. It's a it's an oral test, uh, and you just got to name four members of Fleetwood Mac. That's all you got to do. That's the the widest thing they could think of to check on. They're like, oh yeah, uh, thank you, Lindsey Buckingham. That really. Really save my save my ass going through TSA. All right, that's my time, guys. I've been Marty Cunny. Thanks a lot.
0: <laughs> Marty, Marty, I was uh, I was I was petting my cat the other day, right? Giving her real, she was just really enjoying like the neck job I was giving her. Right, exactly, just loves it, loves it, loves it, right? When it dawned on me, I was like, holy crap, this cat is nothing but neck. (laughs) The whole cat, like it's just so, the neck is so out of proportion. Like really, when you think about it, like huge ass neck, right? Exactly, that the cute little face was distracting me. I didn't realize how much neck that was. It's just all neck. Right? Like and and interesting, like three sixty neck, no shoulder. None. None, none. Like at like a three sixty neck to zero shoulder. Just goes neck, like just falls right. You never notice that? okay. <laughs> Well, it took me a while. I'm not surprised. You're, you're going to think about it the next time, though. you
16: know
10: is
17: It's on. I turned it back on. Yeah. I know how a microphone works, which goes towards your mouth. Just, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I had to put my pipe down. I am stoned, fuck you. Uh, No, it's because I had therapy today. And any day that I have therapy, I have to treat myself to a bowl afterwards for doing good work in therapy it's just like when I was a kid, and my parents used to take me to therapy, All right, but they used to get me ice cream back then. It was their way of saying, good work in therapy today, Arden. Uh, the divorce is still your fault, but uh, good job crying about it, you know? Uh, but I, I'm really actually upset with my therapy sessions and how they've been going for the past three weeks, and it has nothing to do with my therapist or myself. It's that fucking kid practicing the clarinet next door. You little shit. In three weeks, you can't figure out that the fourth quarter note in measure six is a B flat, you asshole? Come on. Uh, so I went over there the other day, right? And I was like, hey, hey. So I hear you're practicing. So uh, uh, you should just give up. Could... Because, cause, cause you, you know, Timmy down the street? Yeah, he mastered this song first time through. So you're already fighting an uphill battle, kid. Like, I'm a comedian, and there's like six million people ahead of me that I got to fucking fight or kill to make it, right? So you just fuck the clarinet is what I'm saying, you know? It's a goddamn woodwind. It's the pussy of the instruments. Come on. At least if you're going to wrap your lips around something, let it be a trumpet, you know, a real man's instrument. You well, know. Hey Rachel, how's it going? Fine. Rachel just walked in for the listening audience. <laughs> we have an on, off again, on again, off again thing going. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's always off except when it's on and in that universe, uh, God is dead. Uh, no, no, no. I kid. I kid. I love you, Rachel. Um, yeah, but I, I'm just having a day. I'm telling everybody I'm having a day. Uh, you know, I, I had therapy. Goddamn kid can't learn the fucking clarinet. Elon Musk announced more shit in the news, you know. Uh, I, I, I hate to proselytize. For those of you who didn't take the SATs, that means push my religion on you. Uh, but I, I, I have to tell you about uh, my personal lord and savior, Elon Musk. Uh, he's gonna save us all, uh, with his great rockets, the rockets and the self-driving vehicles, and the rockets specifically, because now he wants to do rockets as mass transit, so he wants to go from New York to Moscow in 38 minutes, right? Which is great, until the Russians are sitting there going, wait, is that the red-eye or first strike, you know? Is the 702 late, or did Trump just go fucking crazy, you know? Uh, but benefits, there are lots of benefits to this. Uh, the the flights are going to cost the same as a regular economy flight because you're not buying a ticket so much as it's a scratcher from the lotto, you know. Uh, no more TSA, we could do away with them because if uh, the, the terrorists can't figure out whether it was them or just the rocket, you know, uh, there's no point. Uh, there, there are, uh, uh in-flight entertainment's going to really get better. You know, it's just going to be 38 minutes of, ah, We're all going to fucking die! You know? Which, in my book, better than an Adam Sandler movie, I gotta say. Uh, yeah. Uh, but there are some downsides. We're going to have more delays, way more delays, because with rockets, everything delays them. You know, weather, birds, aliens, you know, everything fucking delays them. And uh, on top of that, you know, everything's very precise in rockets, right? A lot of measurements down to the, the gram or the ounce, right? So, you know, another delay is going to be you're sitting there in the spaceport, and they're going, all right, we're three grams overweight. Who didn't shake after they peed? Come on. We got a schedule here, people. Uh, no, more, no more check bags. That, that's fucking done is what I'm saying. All right, I got I got a minute. Well, we I got a minute more shit on Elon fucking Musk and his goddamn rockets, yeah? The thing is, you know, if you're groggy in the morning, you know, you're getting on the rocket to, you know, Kuala Lumpur, and, and I don't know if you're like me, but if I haven't had my morning coffee, I'm gonna get on that rocket, door's gonna close, and they're gonna say, next stop, the moon. I'm like, fuck, got on the wrong goddamn rocket again. I'm gonna be late, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, I've got a terrible headache right now. (laughs) And it's not the weed. It's really not the weed. Uh, It's this condition I've got. It's what I take the weed for. Every year when you go in for your weed card, you got to tell them what you got in order to get the weed card. And I say, look, doc, I got this chronic condition. I'm in here every year telling you about it. And I always forget the name of it. It starts with an L. What is that fucking thing? Oh, yeah, life. Anyway, that's been my time. My name's been Arden. Give it up for your, uh, hold on, wait. I got I to stall for a second. Uh, maybe, possibly coming back. All right, give it up for Trina.
0: When you awesome, Arden. Good comedy work in therapy at least right like that's the great thing about be- about comedy like whatever just you know the shit is just comedy gold right Frankie alright right. Right, our next comic let's bring some comedy gold up to the stage Frankie right
5: clap your hands god damn it fuck I'm talking about the fuck wrong with y'all well y'all think this is play school we're gonna get out a, a box of coloring books and uh, fucking crayons we're telling some goddamn jokes you little tiny girl what you looking at out there you looking at him you like him what are you thinking what what was you thinking just then? you, you think that I'm psychic oh Frankie Lee's way more than psychic Way more than psychic. You just made a can you guess my name now? <sighs> <laughs> I know, I, I can't guess your name, but I can tell your ass what your name ain't. <laughs> I can tell you, being a little China, pretty, being a pretty little China girl from way over yonder, I can tell you what your name is not. It damn sure ain't Cornicia. You'll never see a Chinese Cornicia. You'll never see that shit. And I bet my sob convertible on that shit. Now, for all of you people out there in radio land, you've been behaving badly. You can't see me, but you can hear me. And I can see you. Because if it's one thing I love to do, that I've done successfully, and that is I love to fuck up WB's day. WB, all you WBs and G's in here in this crowd and out there in television land, radio land, are you white boys and girls? That's my loving word for saying white boys and girls, WBs. <laughs> so, all of you WBs, I have successfully cloned myself. Because, see, I know how you act, I know how you get down. This is Friday night. Planning your little fancy fucking getaways and hopping in your planes, trains, and automobiles to go places of afar where you plan to see no black people, I'm going to be there, and you best tip me. I want a hug, I want a smile, and I want some cookies wherever you find me. Now, one of y'all in this audience is spreading the rumor that Frankie Lee is gay. I'm not having. it. So for every woman that can hear the sound of my voice, even you six blocks from here hiding under your goddamn bed, I'm talking to you. I will stick my dick so far up every woman's ass and lick the bottom of her fucking brain. Then force this big black building dick down her throat and fill up your belly with some hot soup. Girl, I can make the head of my dick form a little hand. Reach so deep up in that pussy, grab them eggs and shake them like dice, goddammit. Get that pussy popping in a creaming, suck on that clit till that some bitch swell up the size of an apple. Actually, frankly, he's quite romantic sometimes. I ain't bullshitting. I know where red lobster is that take EBT, goddammit. Girl, I'm talking about some of that sick. You look China China girl. What are you doing? What are you doing? See, every time I come up here, I'm providing laughter and joy and entertainment for my friends and family. And you back there playing with that goddamn phone. This is insubordination. This is intolerable. Untolerable? Is, is that a word? Am I making up black shit that don't exist again? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to change my ways. I'm really trying to change my evil ways. Okay, uh, I'm just to let y'all know I'm slightly fucked up. The host don't know this. I just met the the beautiful host. Say hello, honey. Hello, honey. Yeah. <laughs> she don't know. Unlike any other comic in this city. I am slightly maladjusted to life. And I like it. I don't have to take any pills. I'm not on crack. What's wrong with me? It's natural. You ain't going to have Frankie Lee strung out some fucking wearing some goddamn medication, standing in line at Walgreens looking like a fucking moron. What's wrong with me? It's natural. You have me strung out on no fucking pills. You hear me out there? I know you're gonna be at Walgreens tomorrow I'm talking to you in your fancy white coat fuck up my imbalance which is the balance you follow me you follow me little China girl you follow me what is this a radio station she in, in the basement of this motherfucker is also a psych ward and that's where the fuck I've been for the past 30 goddamn days but I've been doing good, so they let Frankie Lee get dressed just to come up here and do the show. But what the owners of this motherfucker don't know, what y'all don't know, and what SFPD and the rest of this damn neighborhood don't know, is I like doing the weirdest shit known to man to get even and scare the fuck out of white people. Like select one white dude from this neighborhood or this crowd, follow him home, beat him to his house, Get ass naked and hide in his bedroom closet only for him to be awakened by the joyful sound of me crunching on porn chips at 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. When he opened the door, I slapped the shit out of him with a handful of hot sauce and monkey shit. <laughs> Tie him up in his bed, put a mirror on the ceiling, stand over him and politely shave the hairs off of my nuts. Sprinkle them all over his body, pull out my monkey bones and practice voodoo on his ass while I stand there and watch him watch his self slowly turn black. <laughs> now that's what the fuck you call behaving badly. What's that mother? Stanley Roberts, you hear me? That's Frankie Lee behaving badly. And I'm coming to a theater near you. Thank
0: you. And that's Frankie! Frankie, I think... I th- com, everybody. Frankie, I feel like I feel like I might know how those rumors about you got started. I feel like I know how. Is that monkey shit in the closet story? That's that's how they got the wrong idea, Frankie. That's what happened. But here, wait, I got a hug for you and a smile, and I smell like cookies.
5: Mm, yeah, baby. I'm, I'm starting my own babysitting business. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Frankie. One more comic. She's so good. You guys gotta. Oh yeah, you're gonna. Oh no, no. I, and I'm not just. Yeah.
13: Woo, Rachel up. Yeah, yeah. I my mean, I can harass one of you if you want. Um, I I usually just I usually just do that through my jokes. Um, Frankie, if you want to do that to a white boy, I suggest Arden. He's very lonely. He'll tell you himself. <laughs> uh, uh uh guys I've been losing weight. Um whoo, yeah. I've been losing weight, but I've been wearing the same clothes which probably didn't even fit me when I was fat. So like I feel like one day I'm actually gonna buy clothes that almost maybe fit and that that's when everyone's gonna be like, Oh shit, you've lost even more weight than we know. So that's not really a joke. I've just realized like losing weight but still wearing clothes that don't fit you. It only works half the time. Uh, like, you know, it's, it's fun. And people at my office have been like, randomly coming up to me like, you've been losing weight. Like, accusatory, and I'm just like, yes. I'm like, what are you doing? Not eating sugar. Oh, all right, I'm gonna go make a copy now. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, uh, yeah, so I don't know how good it is that when I we- reach uh, this year's weight loss goal, I'm gonna get ice cream, and I have planned that. Um, but it's okay. I'm going to get ice cream with my mom. So that's somehow, you know, even if it will add weight, it's adorable. Um, it is, uh, uh, I've been to exercise. I've been walking dogs guys. I became a wag walker. You guys heard of the app wag. Okay. Don't worry. I have referral codes and shit. Um, They say that that it's like Uber for dogs. Like, you know, you just say my dog needs to walk at this time and then someone shows up. It's really like Tinder so you can Uber someone's dog because they like put out like, here's one, I want someone to walk my dog. Then you say, yes, I can do that. Then someone, I'm going to be honest, I assume it's the dog decides if they're going to walk you or not. (laughs) I like if like, so there's just like a pug like in my neighborhood, like looking at like my profile, like Rachel, you know what? I don't get it. Like, nah. She needs to learn her angles if she wants to walk me. Like, I don't know. Um, And now I do get some walks, so, but, like, I, I don't get a lot of ones that are scheduled, like, too much in advance. So, I've realized that, like, I'm good enough for, like, a booty call walk. But not like a skate, not like a walk where like you know like some dog like dogs don't want their friends to know that they've like thought about this for more than like 24 hours or something. I don't know why I've decided all the pugs are judgmental when they look hilarious, but but I mean because it made Stephen it made Stephen laugh like a little girl. That's why. Um, uh, I've been thinking recently that like. You get a lot of—I don't know if it's credit, but like you can either be fertile or like not fertile, like like no one. You know, you can be like, "Haha, I'm sterile," and then that's fun, I guess. But like, you don't get anything if you're just like mostly sterile, and like like there's no ribbon, and that's bullshit. Because as all the comics in here know, uh, my status is mostly sterile. Um, like if I got a boyfriend and then got pregnant. I think a few people would still walk around going, did Jesus do something? Because I am 31, and I currently have, and I'm I'm currently, I'm not planning on getting any more. I have uh, half of one ovary. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to harass you. I can just talk about my ovaries, and you feel harassed from over there. That's usually how I do it. Um, Three years ago, my body said, we're bored. There's nothing on TV. Let's get giant ovarian tumors. How giant? Don't worry, I'll tell you. One was the size of a watermelon. Think like football shaped, not like a circle, circular one. And one was the size of a grapefruit. And I had both of those in my body at the same time. So, uh, and for the radio audience, I'm 5'4", so I looked pregnant, is what I'm saying. And here's the thing, I I have a lot more thoughts about, about my lack of ovaries to make everyone uncomfortable, but I will end with this one. Um, I didn't have enough time to do like pranks because there's a lot of pranks you can do if you look pregnant but are not. And so, you know, I was too busy like being worried if I had cancer. So here's what I wish I would have done or you guys can do if you look pregnant but are not. Uh, Number one, like drink a 40 and smoke a cigarette in a hot tub. And that is a potluck situation. Everyone brings things that like pregnant ladies aren't allowed to be near. Mercury, quaaludes, shellfish, the whole thing. At some point, I get like five dudes to all like lift their arms and then I lay on them horizontally and everyone takes a picture. And in the picture, I'm shrugging and the caption is, who knows? Who knows who the father is? It's, it it wasn't even cancer. It was just something else weird. and I guess I, I'm 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 low on time, so the 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 last trick, the coup de grace, the last prank I I should pull is just like I'd wear like like a sundress. I'd get like my hair done. I'd go into like a Ross or like a TJ Maxx, like licking an ice cream cone. I'm aware this is an acting and a costume challenge for me. I know that no one has to tell me. So I go and just looking like not a care in the world. I look pregnant, and then I just casually buy all the wire hangers. Thank you very much. Rachel,
0: fantastic as usual. And thank you so much for joining us. So We'll see you next Friday, regular audience. Have a good night. I'm so sorry, Jackson. We did what we could to get to the for Rachel's yeah. set. And so, yeah, that we, you know... So I knew that was going to be sad, but, uh, but it's, it's us, but we're, you know, we'll yuck it up. We'll, we'll laugh real hard. Well, that guy was doing the snapping kind of laugh. If you want me to go, you know, do the snapping thing, I'll do the snapping thing, whatever you want. What do you, all right, everybody put your hands together for Jackson. Jackson. Shake it up.
18: oh thank you uh thank you for sticking around uh people who are employed by this building it really means a lot that you chose to stay and this man this handsome young man what's your name again arden so handsome i i see your face everywhere i don't mean to masturbate your ego to 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 climax but you're i see you everywhere it's uh how does that make you feel your marketing is working and it makes me feel like a worthless piece of shit that yeah I see put it away put it away You're that you're the mayor. the first time I came here you you denied me weed and uh and it, And then everything's come full circle now that I realize that you rule the town I can't call you out on this radio station anymore because you are the king and that's tough um Hey come on I'm in shock right now. A hurricane is about to pass through the US mainland and come out the fucking other side in the Atlantic Ocean from the I'm just kind of like I'm kind of done right now. <laughs> fucking like there are hurricanes and 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 and, uh, and and like mass shootings and I have to watch Fox News all day at my fucking job. And they're just like, don't, you know, don't politicize this. Every time we're just like, we got to do so. Don't politicize this. It's kind of like in the Bible times when Noah was like, hey, guys, God's going to flood the earth. We got to build a big fucking boat right now. And they're like, how dare you politicize this? Okay. How dare you make this about policy? And it's like, it's about policy. Motherfucker had like 1600 rounds. I think the law should be involved that we're healing right now. You know what would heal them? If it didn't happen in the first place, you dumb fucks. Anyways, and I love guns. That's the thing. Shooting a fucking 44 caliber revolver at a watermelon and watching it just fucking incinerate. That is a beautiful thing. And these psychopaths are ruining that beautiful thing. They're ruining it. Thank you for nodding. Um, holy Christ. But yeah, it's uh, it's difficult times. My stepfather has passed away. He died about a month ago. He's like an older version of you. A very handsome man. Uh, flowing blonde hair. Um, but it was a weird moment, uh, when I walked up to his casket, um, and I, and I looked into it and, and, and part of me was like, holy shit, I, you know, I knew this guy for 13 years and he was a father to me and a husband to my mom and, and he was a great guy and he's gone forever, you know, and that sucks. Uh, and another part of myself was just like, well, that's what you get for fucking my mom, you know? You're not my dad, rotten hell, okay? How about that embalming process, huh? So fun. I, I, I It's just like, hey, Jack, it's okay that your stepdad died because he's a giant Ken doll now. You know, it's almost like he never died because that thing in the casket is definitely not him, right? He's out there somewhere. This is just a decoy. No, actually, we uh, sucked his organs out and then carved his face off and put a new one on so he'd look good for the fucking for the funeral. Is that too much? Come on. I mean, you were talking about your ovaries. I can talk about. Do you have your ovaries in a jar that I can. No, I gave them to the pathologist to find out if there was cancer. Oh. He didn't give them back for, like, safekeeping or. No. Oh. I'm disappointed in you. I was hoping that you would, like, bring them out, like, a show and tell kind of thing. I mean, in my heart, I yeah. Name it, raise it. A good starter for like a, a baby, just the, uh, the ovary. I think it'd be a good place to start. How uncomfortable are you guys right now? Look, there is a hurricane passing through the U.S. mainland. It's going to come out the other side. So I am allowed to talk ovaries for a second, right? I'm losing my mind. Um, uh, you guys ever hit women uh, when they're out of line, when they're acting up? Do you ever strike them? <laughs> All right. Well, you're <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong, sir. You can't. <laughs> For those of you listening, a man in the front row said, "I wish," and uh, you're wrong. It's not right. Uh, that's one minute, right? You're wrong because it's sexist, you know. And people are just like, "I'll hit a woman. I'm not sexist. I'll fucking hit a woman. I'm not sexist." But when you hit a woman, it's with the assumption that she's not gonna hit you back. Because no abusive redneck husband is just like, honey, if you don't settle down, I'm going to face you in single combat, all right? Two spouses enter, one spouse leaves. You don't want to do this. Um, Christ. Um, still an oldie, but a goodie. Frankie Lee's in the house. Uh, I, You know, I'm good at objectifying women. This is this just to certain. I know it's coming off as very... In the pet, but I'm like a super good guy. Um, I'm I, I'm good at objectifying women, though. Uh, some call me the best. You know, other guys they'll see a, a pretty lady and they're like, "Oh, I want to destroy that ass. You know, I want to tear that ass apart." I'm a lot more eloquent about it. You know, I'm like, I want to start a new world order on that ass. You know. All creeds and races will unite and live in peace, you know. Uh, money will be abolished. It'll, it'll just be a system of trade. I'll, I'll establish utopia. But because of my selfish rule, utopia will fall. And that ass will be destroyed. All right. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, the world's about to end, so just peace and love, you know. let's Let's do it. Come on now.
0: Let's end on that note, peace and love, and and um, you know, just getting really, really hyperbolic when you objectify women. Just, just do it. But it's just hyper, just hyperbolic. Like I like it. I like it, Jackson. Oh, yeah. It is. Like I feel like I feel like you could just make you could make watching the Bitcoin documentary part of the foreplay. Like the whole, just like you know, have a textbook with the whole new world order all laid out. Right? Yeah, that's what I do usually. Exactly. I yeah, I I hear that. I hear that. It's I yeah. I exactly. Convert. When your mom named you after money, she knew what the fuck she was doing. Like let's right. turn this kid the other way. Really exactly. Well, you guys, okay, I I I learned something here tonight. I, I I didn't realize the extent to which you really have to really specifically tell people to clap their hands. I figured that one out. That done. I will done. I'm not gonna be real smooth about it, but I figured it out and I will work on that for next time. And you guys have a good night.
19: I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for...
14: Let's watch a full-length movie on
19: YouTube. We watch the best movies that...
0: Okay, the sun so big conversation. We're we're just yakking it up, John, jaw, and some y'all. So what do you what do you jaw stuff? You jaw stuff, right? That's drawing some. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I got into the euphemism and then I couldn't get out of it. I couldn't get out of it. But what we're doing right now is we had a late comic who was on the list, and we and, and instead of turning her away, I said, "No, let's just let's do this. Let's go back out and get the mic back, and you know, jaw. She'll, you know, we're gonna stop jawing now, so that Tracy Wynn can comedy us." <laughs>
16: Thank you so much. I'm really sorry about getting here too late and missing my number. Holy shit. Um, hey, haven't been having a lot of sex lately, but what's new? That's like my thing. Um, I live with my boyfriend. Uh, it's sort of like when you uh, haven't eaten all day, you know, and your like, stomach shrinks. Sort of like the same thing is happening to my vagina. And, like, in order for sex not to hurt inevitably, like, six weeks from now, I've decided to preemptively wear, like, a stretcher down there, like a, like a super tampon, if all the males in here aren't familiar, um, like, even when I'm not on my period, I wear it, just to, like, keep it loose, you know? Um... Anyway, Uh, I've also uh, been looking for a hands-free vibrator, um, remote controlled. If anybody has any referrals, let me know. Um, Slide into my DMs. I am just looking for like the Ron Papil of, um, vibrators, you know, like those rotisserie chicken, like set it and forget it. I just want to clip my vibrator in and literally like walk away. Like, I don't want to have to worry. It's like no fuss. My friend was like, why do you want a hands-free vibrator? And I was just like, Maybe I want to read a fucking book, you know? Like, maybe I want to, like, go ride the bus. Like, I I need... Who has time to masturbate anymore? Like, single function activity. Um, Okay. (laughs) Um... Been listening to Young Thug, um, and he was talking about his girl uh, giving head while she planking, and to that I say, yeah, right, man, you know how hard that is? That is fucking hard. Like, to bob your head back and forth while maintaining a grip, saliva control, Uh, Decent suction, all while clenching your stomach? Um, I guess that's why people do tantric yoga. I don't know. Um, Every time there's a shooting in the U.S., the NRA is always like, well, if those five-year-olds only had assault rifles to defend themselves... We wouldn't even be talking about this. Like, literally, if aliens were looking at Earth, and they were particularly looking at the United States, they'd think, like, you know, there's this special place where um, for every 100 people, there are 112 guns. And, like, this particular state is the police state. They just, like, kill each other. Like, that's what aliens would think, I'm pretty sure. And you know what else is fucked up? Like, waking up the next day after a mass shooting as an Asian woman sleeping with her white boyfriend, like, right next to her. Like, that is a sobering morning right there. Um, Just because I feel like, Should I be more civically responsible for this man, you know? Should I be asking him about his mental health, like, on a daily basis? Like, just, like, check. Like, he, my boyfriend has recently been really nice to me. Like, he started calling me beautiful in the morning, like, when I leave the house. And I'm just like... My reptilian brain loves flattery, but my rational brain is like, whoa, 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 man, what is new? Like, what are you making up for? Do you have a brain tumor? Like, what the fuck is going on, you know? And I think every woman who is dating a white man should also implore herself to ask him those same questions. As a matter of public safety, um, thank you. (laughs) Hey, um, I've been thinking a lot about um, cities and how I think that they are responsible for autism. Uh, Just think about it, we evolved in villages. Um, where there were limited personalities, you know, there may have been like a jester and like a guy who just did a lot of individual work. But now we live in places where there are millions and millions of people, you know, how else do you, um, I don't know, explain a whole population of people that are so useless aside from like one lucrative savant trait that they have. Um, Okay, that's been my time. Thank you so much.
0: Great job, Tracy. uh, And we have another late bloomer here. In the, in, the, in the studio, who uh, is going to come on up. Mike, put your hands together for Mike. What's your mom? Huh? Spiegelman.
19: Hey, how are you? Good to be here. I, uh, I, it's a shame you're listening to this uh, on a podcast, because as the audience can attest, I just got here. And I just got here and I walked a couple blocks, a few blocks, several blocks. And uh, it's just beautiful. It's ghastly outside. And uh, I just, I was <clears throat> I'm, I'm sweating profusely. So I'm going to uh, enjoy some uh, Powerade. Which, which. Si- She's taking a swipe. At her.
14: She gives me a reason study my sights
19: all right. Thank you, George. That music sponsored by PowerAid. PowerAid makes you, your forehead sweat intensely in front of strangers, worse in front of friends. I don't think my wife's ever seen me sweat this much. And uh, we had a honeymoon. That is the time we did it during the honeymoon. And then after the honeymoon, we are like, phew, Seattle was fun. That was a while. We're celebrating our 17th uh, anniversary. Whee! No I'm kidding, it's only 12. I was I was trying to make a joke that I haven't had sex in, since my honeymoon, but I'm not an observational humorist. Oh yeah. So let me uh, talk about my forehead sweat while I'm up here because I think it's unfortunate that if you are listening to this podcast, you can't experience what my audience is enjoying right now. I'm a special shade of red. Maybe it's the alcohol. It's not the alcohol. Maybe it's the eczema. Probably the eczema. Maybe. No, it's not the eczema. I took, I walked, you know, I don't have a car. I'm I'm 49 years old. I just turned 49. I'm a Libra. Did you guys check out my uh set during the Libra? I killed. They had a Libra show last week. I killed. All the other comics were like, "I wish I was a Capricorn." If I was a Sagittarius, I would have missed this beating. But I my forehead sweat. I noticed this during sex and this was 17 years ago is that <laughs> It was sweat that I've never experienced before in my entire life. It's like, where is this sweat coming from? It was just kind of a different funk, a different odor. But this is like a set sweat. I'm belly flopping and flop sweating. Uh, You know, if this was the Apollo, the Sandman was like, I'm not having my cane touch this gentleman. He is so wet it's like, you know, I would evade the cane. I would probably be the funniest vaudevillian. I would do the longest sets because when the cane comes, i would just slip off. Alright, that's been my time. Thank you very much. Mike's big one. Bye.
14: I thought
0: you were gonna mention the blinking. I figured that was <laughs> I figured that was gonna come up for sure. But no, just a sweat. Okay. All right, so th- uh, thank you so much for uh, headlining our, uh, what was this again? Oh, yeah, this is right. Happy hour. Happy hour. Tracy, this is my first time. I'm just, I'm going to get the hang of it. Bad with names. I've been No, no, I was not fishing for a compliment, I swear to God. I'm just... He, well I, I'm not the one who, who is wearing my hair it's like so short and curly now that is so cute oh my god that is adorable I love it so cute alright well come back next week we'll see you guys next Friday keep those downloads coming
1: no Here she
14: comes again we Starry Sky uh, She'll make you feel. Here she comes again When she's dancing meet the starry sky I kinda like the way she gives well, She's my best friend's girl
15: something when I talked to Saul and again when I radioed back for y'all to come and get me at the waterworks.
9: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures.
19: I'm Michael Spiegelman, and I am Carl
14: Not Spiegelman.
19: Join us every Sunday, two to four p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for.
14: Let's watch a full-length movie on
19: YouTube. We watch the best movies. That uh, aren't they good?
14: Well, they're chosen. By uh, here's you. his theme
19: song again. Bye.
14: Okay, bye. Watch. Oh.
4: For a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shahada helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com. FJS.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shahada in San Francisco.
20: incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank that's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 10 book your event now
4: October 6th come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda headlining 50 minutes opening sets by amy bibo clay newman and pam benjamin don't miss this incredible headliner for only ten dollars friday october 6th at 8 p.m buy your tickets now on eventbrite check us out on facebook like all those comics and please come support pamtastic's comedy clubhouse every friday at eight o'clock
21: $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is it is. <laughs> it's a cash cow kind <laughs>
4: Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town. And one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click. Click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10 and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now.
7: Oh no!
14: Jeez, you're. Like- Five to ten p.m. or oh, later. off son. The accent changed like three times throughout the course yeah. of that.
17: Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy. No matter what you're into, make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny
5: Radio.
7: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been <laughs> giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop. There's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! The Bike
20: Kitchen is a cooperative do-it-yourself bike repair shop. They provide all tools and parts you need to fix or build a bicycle. A staff of volunteer mechanics is available to give advice and answer questions. Instead of charging fees, the Bike Kitchen charges membership dues that are $5 a day or $40 a year. If you're short on cash, you can earn a membership or parts by volunteering in the shop for certain amount of hours. For more information, please go to
13: bikekitchen.org.
7: This public service announcement is brought to you by Mutiny Radio.
8: We're Alive, a story of survival.
14: Chapter 12, The
19: War, Part 1 of 4.
2: Everyone was upstairs panicking in total darkness. I ran to the window and spotted the small ring of lights that surrounded our tower. I heard the terrified breaths of the rest of the people in the room. Normally, I think I'd be right there with them, holding my breath to see what happens next, watching our guardians defend us. But that night was different for
17: me.
4: for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs dot com again, the law office of Francis J. Shahada in San Francisco.
20: incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now.
10: boy how it burns me whenever she me feel so
4: October 6th come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda headlining 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10 Friday October 6th at 8pm. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics and please come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock.
21: <laughs> it's a cash cow kind of